I'm Matthew Whiteside, I'm a composer. I'm originally from Northern Ireland, but currently based in Glasgow. I'm Joanna Nicholson, also known as Joe, and I'm a clarinetist. It came from Joe and I meeting about a year and a half ago now, um, at a festival we were both working at, got chatting, I said I was a composer, clarinet player, and she asked, asked me for a piece, essentially, so I started having a think, and eventually came up with the idea of exploring kind of different techniques of the bass clarinet uh, in each piece. So the, the first one was kind of a bit of a more melodic kind of piece, and the second one's quite articulate. And I was thinking, two pieces are a little bit odd, so I decided to, I wanted to do another one. And talking to Joe, she said she'd quite like to do something with multiphonics. So the third piece is predominantly based around multiphonics. We collaborated a lot. Um, every day we sent multiple emails to each other over a period of months, but we were hundreds of miles apart for this procedure, which I think was the best way, actually, because every time we've actually met up face-to-face to rehearse the music, we just end up talking too much. So um, we, we had a great system of working where Matthew would write, send me the part, I would record it, send it back to him, and we, you know, we would t- test electronics on it, or if there are any parts that didn't really sit f- very well on the clarinet, or didn't sound when I played them as Matthew had imagined them, uh, we could change them. And and tell me about your 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 work as a as a, a musician. Do you do you play much mu- new music? Is that an area which you specialise in, or do you do a lot of different things? Um, this is a a new journey for me. I'm I'm very excited about it. It's, feels like a new lease of life and I've had very mixed emotions um, I've been playing the clarinet for a seriously long time um, but in a, a conventional style and I wanted to tackle learning some contemporary techniques because it's just a doorway to an amazing field of repertoire that y- you can't ignore now it's, it's wonderful and uh, I knew it was going to hurt learning these new techniques I was going to feel like a nine-year-old all over again, not being able to play any of the notes. And so, yeah, I needed a, uh, a motivation to do this, so I asked Matthew to write the pieces, got the gigs in the diary, and there you go, that's my motivation. And it did hurt. There was one point I nearly threw my bass clarinet off a cliff. I remember the email. Followed by myself. <laughs> um, but, you know, I got past it. <laughs> the next day everything worked beautifully, so that was fine. A sort of politeness lid has been lifted off clarinet playing. For a long time it's felt like there were a lot of sounds you're not allowed to make. And, and now, not only are you allowed to make all the sounds available, but encouraged to find new sounds and, and use the instrument more like a voice. Um, it, it connects, I think, with a bit with klezmer playing and that kind of attitude of using all the sounds available to create a, a wider musical palette. It was the flexibility um, within the instrument that I was really interested in to start off with the resonance that's available with key clicks or the really cool kind of bass sounds or the really pure upper register. So just the kind of flexibility of of the instrument in general. And I kind of thought, yeah, this, is, this would be cool to write with. And, and then kind of actually Joe was a reason that I wanted to write for the bass clarinet as well because I found it really easy to work with in a really open way and kind of if something's does not working it is she says this isn't working rather than tries to bat around it a bit mm-hmm. it seems it also strikes me that that 
there's there's nothing new now about about a solo instrument and electronics and live electronics. It, you know, it's it's very commonplace amongst composers. But it seems that particularly the clarinet and and specifically the bass clarinet seems to be very very well lend itself very well to to the to live electronics more so than let's say some some other instruments would that be would that be a fair point would you say see it that way i think so yes i think it's probably because of the the purity of the notes you can get from a clarinet that can easily blend in and out of um the electronics so yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. Um, it, it's the purity of the of the sound of the clarinet that allows it to be used within electronics very well. Um, it's kind of like there's points in um, Jonathan's piece tonight that they just kind of the clarinet did something, and then it was taken over by the tape, and you didn't quite see the, you didn't quite hear the the join essentially. Yeah. And there's a few other pieces that I've come across um, that do that very, very well as well. Mm-hmm. So it's that blurring of the instrument and electronics, I think, mm-hmm. works particularly well with the clarinets. And Joe, what's your experience about playing playing with live electronics? Does it feel uh, very different than, let's say, playing with live musicians? Or are there similarities between the, the, the two things? Um, I find it really different, actually. Um, it's it's to do with the way that you hear. One thing is if you if you've got an earpiece in, that's affecting the way that you hear your own sound. You, you kind of hear it more through your teeth, um, which is an odd feeling. Um, you aren't the final controller of what's going out. You just have to trust the electronics guy, um, and you don't know what kind of tone color is is happening. So y- you just have to play in the way that you've rehearsed and you know is is the way that it works, and and trust that. It, what the audience is getting is the complete picture because you you can't hear it for a start. You're behind the speakers, so you don't know what's going out there. 